Hi, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Applause, the Guthrie Theater Talks Performing Arts. We'll be with you twice a month, the first and third Tuesdays, talking about how much we love performing arts, as well as chatting with regional artists and locals who share our passion. We'll focus on theater and dance, music, and the love of music. I am your host, Lisa Livingston Pritchard. And I'm your host, Alex Franco Tootin. Okay. Now, I know I talked you into this, so Alex, why do you want to be part of Applause? Well, the arts have always been a very important part of my life. My grandfather was actually the mayor of a very small town out west, and he hated to give speeches. But he had a voice like Frank Sinatra. So he would sing his speeches. I can remember um, one to the tune of Hello, Dolly. And it was, hello, you folks. Well, hello, you folks. Um, And he became known as the singing mayor. Um, (laughs) Love it. I grew up singing around the piano while my dad played. um, And I started with a theater company when I was about seven years old. And then all of my boys, including Jace, who are we, who are who we are interviewing today, have been involved in the arts. Um, so I can't imagine my life without theater arts. And I wanted to make sure everyone in our area had that same opportunity to experience the joy, beauty, inspiration that I have found both as a participant and an audience members, and uh, an audience member. And one more quick story because I'm a storyteller. Um, I was managing director of a children's theater company in Maryland before moving here three years ago. Um, and we had an organization from Washington, D.C. that came to us and asked us to provide theater, uh, theatrical arts programming for their youth. Now, this was a group who provided housing and support for homeless youth. And I'll never forget what the director said. She said, you know, we provide them what they need to live but they also need a reason to live, a reason to get up in the morning. Oh, wow. And, and for many of us, without the arts in our lives, we are merely surviving. So Lisa, what about you? Um, what motivated you to start this podcast? Well, I think we are obviously uh, two peas in a pod, but I'm going to say that one of the biggest reasons I really wanted to do this podcast is that um, I've lived here for 15 years and I keep coming across these jewels in our community, this, these wonderful theatrical performances, wonderful music groups. And of course, I'm in love with the Guthrie Theater. And I, I personally love every single one of those things. I love music. I love movies. I love anything to do with theater. I like watching it. I like participating in it. And I've always just sort of pined for more people to be part of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have these wonderful things going on. I wish more people could see it. Or I wish more people would would try out because I think that performing arts just really, it makes my life better. And I know that it makes a town better. It makes a community better. It makes a region better. And I, I'm anxious for us to be able to spread the word, hopefully get more people participating in the arts, more people attending the arts, more people supporting the arts, because all of us know that one of the things that the arts always lack is funding. Um, so I think that if we can start connecting community to performance, that that's really what I'm anxious to do. Plus, I 
obviously have a big heart for the Guthrie Theater. I think we're incredibly fortunate to have it. And I really want to support it and promote it in all ways possible. So really, that's where my passion for this podcast started. Plus, I'm just pretty fascinated with podcasts in general. So I think both of us have great reasons to do this. And I'm, I'm so excited to be able to share this journey with you, Alex. So I think that we have great guests, so we probably should just get on with it. <laughs> uh, we're excited and honored to have a few of the members from the Slippery Rock High School cast of The Wedding Singer and their director. Welcome to Applause. Let's meet everybody. Names and roles, please. How about Mrs. Delcamo? You do the honors. Well, thank you very much for both of you for having us on here today. Um, my name is Allison Delcamo, and I'm the director and choreographer of Slippery Rock High School Musical. And today we have with us Jace Franco, who was to play Robbie Hart in The Wedding Singer. We also have Kendra Scheidemannel, who was to play Julia in The Wedding Singer. And we have Ashlyn Foran, who was to play Grandma Rosie in The Wedding <laughs> Singer. Well, I think a lot of people remember the movie The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler. But for those that don't, how about a synopsis of the musical and explain maybe the differences between the movie and the stage versions. So whoever would like to, to take the lead on that um, can go right ahead. Well, I will say that the musical has, you know, a lot more music. Than the <laughs> so the musical is sort of a, a celebration of the 80s. Yeah. And, and the soundtrack is really just 80s songs. That's not the case with the musical. Yes, for sure. For sure. It's a lot more ridiculous. It's a lot more outlandish. Um, it's got uh, pretty much the same plot with, you know, Robbie Hart finding true love in the end. But uh, it's got a lot more uh, sort of twists and turns that make it make it able to pop on the stage. So, You know, and I think, too, a lot of it has to do with being true to yourself and your own values. Um, there's a lot of trying to figure out who these characters are meant to be and if they should change for someone. And in the end, they realize that it's really, really important to, to just be yourself and people should accept you for who you are. Well, I did enjoy the fact that somebody just said, it's like the original movie, but much more ridiculous, which is... <laughs> So funny when talking about an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of, you know, the songs are original in this uh, musical, uh, written for, specifically for the musical. Um, and uh, it, it, it really helps to bring alive some of the characters that, like Grandma Rosie, mm -hmm. um, who, who did not have as big a role, I think, in the movie as she does in the musical. So um, I'll start with you, Ashlyn. What was the best thing about this show for you as an actor, as a, a person? Um, I think it was just the fact that like, I really got to step out of my shell with this role because I never would have pictured myself as a grandma before like the callbacks. Like whenever I got called back to do the grandma rap, I never pictured myself doing something like that. So it was just very new for me and really fun to try out. Wonderful. How about you, Kendra? What was the best thing about this show for you as an actor? Well, the part of Julia is very similar to how I am. 
Uh, so I had to get used to not being myself as much as becoming my character. So that was um, something that I really worked on throughout the show. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much yeah. it. No, that's true. It's sometimes a challenge when you have to play someone who is close to you, but not you. And um, how about you, Jace, trying to step into the shoes of Adam Sandler? I actually think that was the most fun part for me is like trying to get some of his mannerisms and like when I would speak certain lines, because certain lines are directly from the movie, um, like hearing Adam Sandler in my voice just became like such a fun opportunity for me to do. Um, And then sharing that obviously with the cast and Mrs. Delcamo and everyone. So that's probably the best thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so speaking to the process, because really that's primarily what you guys experienced. If we look at a process versus the, the product <laughs> this, with, with the situation in the world, you, you basically got the process. So, so tell us about your uh, most memorable experiences in rehearsals for the show. Uh, I can share it. I, I will say my most memorable experience was probably... <laughs> You know, like when you're in a show, there's always like, there's always this uh, anxiety over, is it actually going to turn out? Are we actually going to have something that like people are going to care about or, or, you know, we just don't want it to be boring for them to see. And so while we were rehearsing in March, it was, it was coming close to the, to the actual show date. You know, we, we practiced this one song and we kept practicing it. And by the end of rehearsal, Mrs. Dalcamo actually, uh, like sat us down and was like, we have a show. And I just remember how happy people were to be like, oh, okay, we can relax. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be great. Let's just try to make it that way um, and not worry so much anymore. So that was probably my most fun hope. Yeah, mine was like the same as Jace. Being Grandma Rosie, I wasn't in all the numbers, obviously. So I got to like sit back and watch. And like over time, seeing the show just like come together was definitely very memorable for me. Wonderful. I think for me too, as a director, and this happens a lot, but especially this year, we had so many new faces this year, and it really gives me such pride and joy just to see them when they first come in and how sometimes shy they are and not really sure of, well, why did I do this? (laughs) And by the end, you can just tell that they've come out of their shells and they're just ready to take on anything and you can just see that confidence with them. And I think that's my most memorable part is just being able to see the confidence in um, the members of the cast throughout this whole entire process. And I think it was definitely worth it. I saw some uh, pictures of your rehearsals and you had a pretty good sized cast, didn't you? Yes. We had 55 students this year which is the most that I believe I've ever had in a cast. One of wow. the that has impressed me so much with the Slippery Rock community um, is that you seem to draw in kids that might not necessarily have tried theater um, or the arts that, uh, you know, would maybe just stick to the sports fields or to academics, but they're willing to um, step out of their comfort zone and um and give it a try and And i i love that too because then they get to interact with other 
students that maybe they wouldn't have necessarily interacted with on a daily basis. And then everybody becomes such a close-knit family. I think it's really important for all types of students to be involved in theater because that's really what theater is all about. Absolutely. Kendra, do you have a a memory or an experience or just um, the whole experience in general, something that you uh, appreciated or loved about it? I know I wasn't in all of the big ensemble numbers, but watching them and seeing them all come together, even whenever I was in them, just seeing uh, Mrs. Dalcamo react whenever we finally got something in like one of the dances or one of the scenes or songs, it was just, it was an amazing feeling to get. Yeah, I think I think all of us who've performed, we get that. You get that, uh, just kind of that rush and you come off the stage and you're hardly even stepping on the on the stage because you're so excited about how it felt. You You connect all that together. It is... It's such a great feeling. And because you had all of this wonderful uh, activity going on, I know it was a huge letdown when the show had to be canceled, but I bet you have some interesting responses from the school and the community. Uh, What kind of responses did you guys have? Well, one thing I just want to say is having come from a different school district, Jace and I were blown away to see that these shows sell out every night. I mean, you pack the um, pack the auditorium, and I'm sure it would have been packed had this show actually performed. So, yeah, to to Lisa's question, how how has the school community responded to the cancellation? I think as far as if you, we do have a Facebook page, and we also have an Instagram page as well. But as far as our Facebook page, you could just tell the community was, uh, I guess, very surprised. I think everybody was holding out for a summer performance or they were talking about a fall performance and they really have invested in these students and they wanted to see them perform because they love coming back and watching year after year. You can see it with the comments that they have under there. So I think that they were holding out just as much hope that at some point there would be a performance that they could all come and watch. So they were very disappointed. And um, I'm, I'm assuming that they're, that they're uh, just looking forward to the next time they can see these students perform together. Absolutely. I mean, I think that not being able to do the final product has got to be a letdown for you, but isn't it lovely to see how many other people really cared about what, what you guys were going to be offering. And I think that is one of the nice things about these communities where we, we step up and support each other and particularly important to do that with our uh, young, our young performers. So I, well, and you know, obviously I was so devastated. Yes. For the- yes. She kept, she kept me up on the progress. <laughs> 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 that I, I just couldn't let it go without a performance. So can you guys tell, tell our listeners what actually ended up happening? Well, so on Tuesday, um, we have a, a little pickleball court in our backyard. And so we put down the uh, net and we invited all the cast over and invited all their parents and family. And um, we ended up putting on the show with, you know, minimal props and minimal costumes. Um, <laughs> but I had fun with it uh, and did our best. And it ended up being a real success and like a really fun memory for sure. Um, Kendra and Ashlyn, what did you think about it? I loved it. It was 
really nice because I think especially being a senior the one thing I was really sad about was not getting like that final bow you know like I never like I kept saying like I never knew that last year was like my final time on the stage so even though it wasn't on stage I was just very happy that people cared enough to give us that I just keep thinking the world let's see that the pickleball theater presents the world premiere of the <laughs> wedding singer. <laughs> I love that you guys did that. How about Kendra? How about you? It was so much fun. Uh, even though some of us like didn't remember everything and we were holding our phones with our lines. <laughs> it was so, it was really nice. And it gave, I know a lot of people a sense of closure knowing that, we were able to perform something, even if it wasn't what it was going to be in April, but it was still a performance. Absolutely. Miss Del Camo, did it help you to sort of tie a bow on the end? I think so, definitely. I was, I think it was one of those things where I knew that the cancellation of the show was coming. And when it actually did, I, I, I mean, I can't tell you the grief that I felt um, the students. Yeah definitely knew that. I think everybody knew that. But just to be able to to be with these students one more time and, and for them to get to show their talent because they put in so much work for this production, it was it was definitely um the closure I think that we needed. Even though you did you did so to speak have have a final show. It wasn't what was planned. So the question I have for you guys is um, do you feel like the time, because you, you rehearsed for, what, four months? Yeah. About yeah. four months. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like that time had value, even though you didn't have the final performances with hundreds of people? Absolutely. I mean, I made some of uh, my best friendships through the musical. And, uh, you know, all the all the rehearsals that, you know, were hard work at some points, but a lot of fun at others, like, those are all memories that I'm super glad I have and will always remember. Um, I think that, you know, just in preparing for this musical, I've also grown as a singer and as an actor and a dancer. And so in that way, it had value too, but even more so, I think the the friendships and the relationships that I made. So Wonderful. Or, sorry, Kendra, you can go. <laughs> um. Yeah, going off of what Jay said, I made so many like new friends this year that I never thought that I was going to make before. And all of the hard work that we put into it was just more of an experience for me because I know I'm going into theater, so any experience that I can get is helpful. And I just I was growing as an actress and a singer and a dancer as well. Absolutely. Um Ashlyn, sorry. Go go right ahead. Yeah, um I definitely agree with Jace. Like, I think the time was just so valuable. Like, in a way, I think the rehearsals are sometimes more valuable than the actual performance because it's the time when we truly, like, come together as a cast and, like, get to know each other. And I definitely made friendships, like, with people who I never thought I'd be as close with as I am today. So it's just been really nice. I don't think it's been, like, wasted or anything I think was very valuable to me. And Mrs. Del Palmo, did you want to add to that? I definitely do not think it was a waste of time. The process itself was amazing. I think the one thing after 
I thought about losing the show in a sense uh, once they canceled it. It was just the the sheer fact that we weren't able to spend that time together. And I think that was the most important thing, spending the time together, growing as human beings and just trying to perfect our craft as much as we could. That was really what was important. So I don't think it was a waste of time. I think the process was, um, it, it was amazing. I love it. Um, I think it's time to hear a little bit of the music from the show. What do you think, Alex? Absolutely. All right, you, you guys lead off. Who's going to start off singing for us? So, yeah, so we've asked each of them to prepare just not even a whole verse, just a little line a cappella, but give us um, a little bit of background to whatever song you're going to be singing and then then go for it. So who's who's going to be our first first to shine? I can do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so my song, it's called Grow Old With You. It actually was in the movie, I believe. And it it sort of comes as like the the like resolution to the to the conflict. You know, Robbie thinks of this song and he's he decides that this is the song that he's gonna sing to win over Julia and to show her how much he cares about her and uh and sort of like what true love really should be. And so, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll yeah. just jump in. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> so, it just goes, I want to make you smile whenever you're sad. Carry you around when your arthritis is bad. All I want to do is grow old with you. Medicine when your tummy aches, build you fire if the furnace breaks. Oh, it could be so nice growing old with you. And so, hopefully, that like brings back some memories of the movie if you've seen it. <laughs> you know, obviously, I'm no Adam Sandler. <laughs> but, uh, I did my best. (laughs) It was great. It was great. Okay. How about you, Kendra? Um, I'm going to sing a little bit of Someday, which this is uh, the second song in the show. And it's Julia longing to actually continue her relationship with uh, her boyfriend, Glenn. Uh, She's a waitress at a wedding and she's just longing to become a bride. So, someday when it's me, I'll know our love was meant to be. Not one single complication or cause for hesitation. Someday when the dream is coming true. All you'll need is me, and all I'll need is you. Wow. Nice. Love it. These are going to make our audience even more sad. (laughs) (laughs) the show. (laughs) That's right. Absolutely. All right. We have to hear from Grandma. Um, So I'm going to do Move That Thing, just one of the little verses. I already love it. It very much sums up how they made Grandma Rosie different in the musical than in the movie. 
Like she, I think she still raps in the movie. I've only seen it once, but it just shows how they made her role kind of bigger. And it happens like at her wedding anniversary party and Robbie's running off after Julia. And um, one of Robbie's bandmates is worried. George is worried because he's there without the band. And so Grandma Rosie just takes over. (laughs) So first things first, my name is Rose. I can bust fly around just like the pros. I ain't got time for tea and scones. Forget rocking chairs. I rock microphones. The roof, the roof, the roof might have snow, but that don't mean there ain't a fire burning down below. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Dang, I'm sorry I missed that. (laughs) That is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Okay, so let's talk just a little bit after that wonderful performance um, to Mrs. Dalcama. Do you have plans for next year? And can you reveal what shows you might be putting on? Well, we haven't really started to talk about what shows that we would like to do. And the only thing that we've really talked about next year is that we are going to have a next year. <laughs> We're going to try to do whatever we can to keep everything as normal as possible and have the show in March or April. Um, you know, I think we're at the mercy of the government right now, just to deciding what's going on. Sure. Sure. But that's exactly what we've been planning. I actually talked to my producer yesterday and she asked to give show dates. And I said that I would look and um, just give her some show dates so that we could have that. But I think the one thing for next year that I think people need to know, especially these three wonderful cast members that we have with us today is that uh, one of the shows uh, next year, we are going to have this current senior class. We are going to have them perform a song during our show next year. So it'll give them a chance to get on that stage again. And I think that's going to be very important and very memorable. Oh, I love it. This gave me goosebumps. What a great idea. That's wonderful. Um, I mean, many people ask and they ask, you know, will you, because you have the props and you have the sets and the costumes, will you do Wedding Singer next year? And I was asked that question and my response to that was absolutely not. I won't do the Wedding Singer next year. Um, I don't, uh, I don't think that's fair to the senior class. um, And I don't think that's fair to the underclassmen either. I, I feel like the Wedding Singer was our show this year and next year is going to be another show. Wonderful. Um, Jace, Ashlyn, and Kendra, what are your plans? Because you are all seniors. Um, I know, Kendra, you alluded to what you're doing next year, but what, what are you guys, what are your plans for, and will you continue in the arts? Um, I know I'm going into musical theater at SRU, and I'm going to minor in dance, so I'm going to be very busy <laughs> in the arts. <laughs> Love to hear that. How about and you, Jace? We'll be able to catch Kendra, I would imagine, in shows at SRU in the coming years. That's yep. true. So that's sort of one of the internal conflicts of my soul at this point. <laughs> <laughs> because at this point, I'm not planning on majoring or minoring in theater. Um, I am pretty confident that I will be doing something in the sphere of the arts, whether it's uh, dancing or singing they have a lot of acapella groups a lot of uh dancing groups at byu where i'm gonna be going for college and so uh 
I'm pretty sure I will be uh, doing one of those. But at this point, I'm actually planning on majoring in engineering. <laughs> so <laughs> not exactly theatrical. Yeah, most of my friends who went into uh, performing arts said that they were majoring in whatever, theater, whatever, and minoring in uh, waiting tables. <laughs> Ashlyn, now you're headed to New York City, right? Yeah, I'm going to Pace University, which is in the financial district. And I'm not majoring in theater or anything. Um, I'll definitely be watching shows once yeah. they come back. And I've taken some time to like look at the clubs that they have there because they have like acapella groups too, which really interested me because in Chambers this year, we did, um, I forget what the song was called, but it was a really cool like acapella song and I really liked it. And so it sparked my interest in that. So I'll probably do some like choir stuff and maybe someday do something on the stage again. But right now I'm just majoring in digital marketing and advertising. Brings up an interesting concept. Yeah, having worked at a theater um, where we saw thousands of kids come through, we knew that most of them would not go on to be Broadway actors. That wasn't their passion. Um, but we believed that theater was very valuable um, for all sorts of careers and all sorts of life skills. So what would you guys say to kids who maybe don't anticipate becoming movie stars or Broadway actors? What would you say to them about being involved in theater? I think that the time in theater, like I think that if you do theater, you shouldn't always be thinking about this end goal of, oh, I need to get to Broadway, you know, mm -hmm. or, oh, I need to be in a movie or, and then it's all worth it. Like, I think it's, I think the time that you spend growing up, especially at like a young age, like developing the social skills of, you know, working with a big cast, developing the skills to, to speak in front of an audience and to like lead your peers. Um, I think that that is invaluable and experiences that are really hard to get other places and the fact that you can do it while having fun and do it in a safe environment. Uh, I think that it's definitely something that everyone should try at least, at least once. So I agree with that. Anybody else? Um, I think that theater just like really helps you find yourself. Cause I never joined it with like the intent of furthering it into like a career or anything. I just joined it because I took drama like my freshman year and it just seemed like so much fun. And I think I just really found myself like I wouldn't have considered myself shy before, but I was definitely the type not to like speak up in class or be like the leader in group projects. I would always just like sit behind. But I think personally for myself, I've become more of the type to speak up and like voice my opinions and, you know, just like be a leader for people. And I think without theater, I would have so been the type of person who just like, you know, sat there. Perfect. That's wow. absolutely wonderful. Going off of what Ashlyn said, um, I had no idea what I wanted to do my freshman year. And I was e even hesitant to join musical just because I was very backwards. I didn't ever talk much, um, let alone sing in front of people. Um, but musicals like in theater has made me the person that I am today, like being able to talk in front of people and sing and perform. And it just helped me to decide that, yeah, I want to do this. I, I'm sure that 
Mr. Como has all kinds of stories about how she's seen students grow and change with their participation in theater and how it's made them better in whatever they are getting into, regardless of what, if it's the performing arts or not. You know, they always talk about being involved in any kind of drama. Uh, there's a, there's a reading comprehension um, improvement that happens. And also just a students that are involved in drama and theater are just more engaged in learning. So I think that's really important. You yeah, know, absolutely. All, all three of them touched on the the confidence and that confidence that they have, that's going to be something that they can carry with them for the rest of their lives. It doesn't matter what they go into. And I right. think the, the other thing that I see with theater is just, it teaches our students how to take risks. And once they take those risks, realizing that, you know, maybe they don't have as many limitations as they thought. And I think that becomes pretty important as well. You know, and one of the things they tend to see with people who participate in theater is just an increased, uh, increase in empathy, which um, I just, I, I love seeing that and the awareness of, of how other people are experiencing life. And I, I just love that when I, when I see young people working together in theater, I, I think it's a common, it's a common experience that, that increase in empathy. So uh, clearly I'm a, a big fan of this, but it, it kind of goes to the next question I'd like to ask you. Why are the arts important to you? Why are they important to any for anybody? Um, well, I think the original reason they were important to me is because they were important to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> good, good answer, good answer. You know, over time, like, I know that my brother, for one thing, it theater was where he definitely found his, his sort of place in the world and his voice and, um, and like seeing him grow from, he's my older brother. So seeing him grow from it, um, it made me want to do that too. And, um, while he was having all this fun and then, so I, I did it and, uh, I've been doing it since I was eight. And so having, doing all these shows and learning all these different parts and different dances and songs, um, it's just given my, my, my time, I guess, such like, it's just given me such a good outlet to, to have fun, to, express myself to make memories that I'll never make anywhere else. Um, and I think that's why it's important. I have to speak up for myself a little bit here. Um, Jace, you know, as I guess a mother of boys, cause I have lots of boys. Um, I thought, okay, I've got to put them in the sports and Jace was very athletic, but had absolutely no passion. And after dragging him to, practices and to games, I was like, okay, enough is enough. <laughs> what do you want to do? Um, and I gave him some options and one of them was theater and he had seen his older brother. Um, I did not have to drag Jace to rehearsals. Mm -hmm. I did not have to drag him to shows. You could just see the joy and those who have seen him perform, see the joy that he feels when he's dancing or singing. Um, it, it definitely is a joyful uh, experience for you. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Kendra? What, uh, why are the arts important to you and to everyone, the arts in general? Well, like I said before, um, the arts helped me really become myself um, and open up more. 
And just the feeling of performing and showing all of the hard work that I've put into something, it's just the feeling that comes over me is something I've never felt before and something that I keep wanting to come back to. And I just never get tired of it. <laughs> How about you, Ashlyn? Yeah, I agree with Kendra. Definitely. Like it's important because it's such a unique feeling that you get whenever you perform, like even without an audience, like whenever you perform something good, the feeling that you get is just very unique and something that you don't experience. At least I haven't experienced in anything else. And I think it's really important for people to experience that. So Kamo, do you have any, uh, any expression about that? Anything about the arts for you and for everybody? I just think that it's an emotional and physical outlet for students. It really allows them to just express their feelings. Those of us that are, you know, creative and have imagination, this is where we get an opportunity to have some fun and and that's why it's so important. You know, Alex said she was a storyteller and loved to yes. tell stories. Um, I have one from my mother that when I was younger, I was painfully shy. And she put me in modeling school to try to get something out of me, which is so silly because I never wanted to do that. She also tried to throw me in pageants. And I remember coming home to her one time and saying, I'd like to try out for theater. And she kind of looked at me and said, what? And the first time she saw me on stage, she said, this is something that you were meant to do. And, and I think that's what brought, brought me out of my shell. And um, again, for so many students, it brings them out of their shell. And it, it is so important for the success of their future. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, you guys have just been awesome. But you cannot leave a, uh, an applause podcast without answering one important question. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> uh, this is a pretty easy one because I'm going to go with the classic, and that is the great Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Respect. Respect. How about you, Ashlyn? It's such a hard question because I watch so many different types of movies. I know. But, like, literally all of my friends know me for the fact that I love Tangled, so I should probably say Tangled. <laughs> It's you know what? It's a musical. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, and you had a special prom um promposal. Yeah, my promposal that I got was literally themed for Tangled. So <laughs> if that shows you how much I love it. That is an awesome promposal. It was very cute. I loved it. <laughs> I feel I feel like I got ripped off that I didn't get a promposal. And I'm I'm thinking of asking for a do-over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's it's just a whole a new thing. <laughs> Kendra, favorite movie? Um, I absolutely love Beauty and the Beast, like the original one. Mm -hmm. I've loved that since I was like a little kid. I've loved that movie so much. Well, that is about as classic as you can get. All right, you're up, Miss Delcamo. That's very easy. It's The Wizard of Oz. I have oh! Yeah, I have a collection of Wizard of Oz items that my family, they don't understand. And, and actually, my entire Christmas tree is <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, I love it. That is so fantastic. I love, most of you guys have obviously lo love the music in, in your movies as well. Well, I cannot tell you how much we appreciate you 
being with us today and starting applause off with a bang. You're awesome. And we cannot wait to see what the future holds for the Slippery Rock High School's arts program. And to all our listeners, thank you so much for tuning into our very first podcast. Um, next week's guest will be Grove City High School's principals for Mary Poppins. Um, they also did not get to perform their musical because of COVID. Um, so we will be speaking with them and also their director, Patrick McElroy. And our second podcast will be July 21st. Well, we hope you enjoyed Applause, the Guthrie Theater Talks Performing Arts podcast, and perhaps the longest title on the planet. Let us know what you think. Be sure to find us on Facebook at Applause, the Guthrie Theater Talks Performing Arts podcast, and Instagram, Applause, the podcast. Check out our Facebook page for information about our podcast guests and what's going on at the Guthrie Theater in Grove City. As a reminder, the Guthrie is slowly opening and working on their very exciting fall schedule. And if you're interested, you can rent the Guthrie for your very own upcoming events. Contact them at bill at veritasarts.org. And to Mrs. Del Camo and others that are out there, we are working on a calendar of local performances. So if your group or school or um, ensemble is performing somewhere in the Gross City, Slippery Rock, Mercer area, please let us know. Email, at us, email us at lisa at veritasarts.org. And we will inform our listeners when our performing arts calendar is ready. And don't forget to get involved in the arts, whether as a spectator or performer. Remember, your applause keeps us alive. See you next time. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Mm-hmm.